Hello, and welcome to Footage Not Found, Indiana University Cinema's podcast dedicated to contextualizing and filling your cinematic gaps. On this week's episode, The End. This podcast started as a labor of love back in, oh, I would say late 2017, after I had approached John Vickers, the former director of the IU Cinema, to resurrect the podcast as it had been running from the very early stages of the IU Cinema's opening all the way until about roughly 2014. It had cultivated its own sort of following with special guests being on the podcast, John being a frequent guest, as we alluded to on the last episode, as well as uh, check-ins from South by Southwest and many such other fun, delightful things to listen to. They even recorded an episode in the IU Cinema, I think if memory serves me correct, for a anniversary screening of Casablanca. I, at this point in my life, had been listening to a lot of podcasts. I was a bus driver for Indiana University for seven years. I drove from 2013 till roughly 2020 with some gaps in between there. But in addition to listening to a lot of music and reading a lot of books, I would listen to podcasts. They were really comforting. It was always nice to have uh, some voices to keep me company while I drove around in circles, essentially. And I just, at this point, really think I was subconsciously looking for outlets to get all of these thoughts I had about film and media and the landscape of entertainment as we know it. The podcast I had been listening to had been pretty comedy heavy. There were things like Comedy Bang Bang, My Brother, My Brother and Me, and The the Adventure Zone, as well as Harmontown and... The list goes on and on and on. But in addition to that, movie podcasts such as Blank Check and Fighting in the War Room. And those were really inspirational to me to hear people talk about movies in a way in which there were no barriers to the conversation. Obviously, your level of knowledge about the film landscape would vary depending on your experience with the filmography or the director or the type of film. I always felt like that casualness and that conversational nature was something that drew me to those two particular podcasts and other podcasts like it. And so I just had decided to bug John enough, as I always jokingly say I did. And he eventually said, go forth. He had originally reached out to WFIU for us to record the podcast. But I think at that point, they were pretty booked up with shows and recording studio time was at a premium. And so... We decided that it would probably be with WIUX, which is where the first iteration of this podcast with me on it uh, lived. That's where we recorded. Funnily enough, we're back in WFIU studios after that. I had wanted to reach out to somebody that I did not know to be my co-host for this podcast. And so I kind of angled it towards being like someone who I considered maybe to be a complete stranger, which was... Interesting on my part, I just kind of felt like I didn't want it to be, I mean, at the time, I mean, I'll be completely honest about it. At the time, I didn't want it to be, in quotes, two dudes just talking about movies because there were enough podcasts like that already. And so I just wanted somebody with a completely different life experience and point of view for me. And that's when I reached out to then house manager Elizabeth Rell, 
very awkwardly in the lobby of the IU Cinema, just kind of asking if she'd be interested to talk about film after Brittany Friesner had recommended her to me as someone who seemed pretty passionate about media and pop culture and movies. And as life so has it, the thing that you worried about happening happened in a different way. It wasn't two dudes talking about movies. It was two good friends, two good ladies that eventually just kind of became very, very close friends over the course of their time together on this podcast. And our lovely producer, Matt, who to this day, I've never seen someone edit podcast audio as quickly as he could. I remember I would give him episodes and then literally like maybe like 40 minutes later, they would be done and clipped in with music and all the notes I left. I still don't know how Matt did it. Uh, (laughs) If Matt listens to this episode, maybe he can give me his tricks for the future. And that was a really warm time on this podcast. It was just like two friends goofing around. It was nice to do our summer series where we got to change things up and we had lots of interesting topics of conversation. We became friends. I always think of Elizabeth as like my forever little sister, (laughs) even though maybe she would disagree with that being a big sister herself. But I love her and I'm happy about the time that we got to spend together on this podcast. Then there's this thing called the novel coronavirus that happened uh, in 2020. Uh, (laughs) Well, actually, I should back up. It wasn't the novel coronavirus that canceled this podcast the first time. It was quite simply Matt had to move on from being our producer. And part of the deal we had with WIUX is that we always needed a student producer. And that proved to be more difficult the second time around. And after enough emails had been sent and enough logistical hoops had been jumped through, we just decided that it wasn't worth the trouble because uh, it had been kind of easy before. And we just decided to go on what we called an extended hiatus. And we actually truly believed it. And then, yes, the novel coronavirus uh, swept on us. Then John Vickers came out of the blue and emailed me and Elizabeth and said it would be a good idea for us to resurrect this podcast uh, as, you know, kind of an avenue for listeners to keep engaging with the IE Cinema while the IE Cinema was no longer being used for operations. He also had kicked it to me to just serve as the producer and editor and host, and that is how I got hired as an IE Cinema employee in 2020. Up until that point, I had just been a volunteer. Everything I've done for the blog and this podcast up until 2020 was all volunteer work. I just so much loved the IE Cinema that I wanted to contribute something to it that I that I felt good about, something that no one else wanted to contribute. You know, me reading film blogs, me listening to podcasts, me reading film criticism and me watching documentaries and all this commentary and like how to talk about movies was a swirling in my head. And those were two big outlets for me. And as I wrote in a IU Cinema piece, my final blog piece that's not a Blu-ray review, I have mentioned in it. The blog was kind of me taking the voice in my head that I had been struggling to find. And when I say voice, I don't mean my authorial voice or my writing voice. I mean the literal voice you are listening to on this podcast right now. I have a lot of social anxiety. It has gotten a lot better since I transitioned, but pre-transition, I just struggled to talk to strangers, and I hated the sound of my voice. It's actually kind of funny to go back and listen to episodes of this podcast when I'm trying to like deepen it and find the tone and the pitch that I thought was 
you know, I thought was the problem. And lo and behold, that wasn't the problem at all. But the blog gave me, the blog gave me the words that I like to use. It gave me my little quirks, my conversational nature. It, it helped me essentially draft out how I would go on to talk to people on a regular basis. This podcast uh, was me literally just running reps of that, talking to Elizabeth and Matt and our guests and our friends, so many of which have been on this podcast and I'm internally grateful for. I essentially use this podcast as a little, you know, unbeknownst to me, I used it as a kind of a practice run for how I would talk to people, how I would introduce films, how I would communicate with people on a day-to-day basis. It's hard to quantify how important the things I have done at the IU Cinema have been over, you know, since the blog, since I helped co-found the blog in 2016, all the way until me recording this episode right now. It's hard to quantify how much the IU Cinema has done for me and and in my farewell tour for the IU Cinema, I keep saying one thing in all the avenues, be it the blog or this podcast or introducing films or whatever, this thing that I got to do, this silly little thing that, you know, I wouldn't say hundreds or thousands of people ever listen to, but enough people listen to. I don't, I mean this not as dramatically, but also mean it literally, it it saved my life. I was dat- battling a deep depression from, I don't know, roughly 2014 to about 2016, 2017 in that area. And having this podcast be one of the things helped fully pull me out of that depression by giving me a purpose and giving me, well, purpose isn't the right word. It gave me something that would ignite something inside me. Um, I feel like my work at the Ice Cinema has changed me for as little as it has changed the Ice Cinema. It gave me this drive, this hunger to like change and evolve and to constantly keep moving and keep things interesting. That's why, you know, every once in a while I'll do some sort of experimental audioscape on this podcast and it's for my mostly my own amusement, but, you know, also to just... Give the you, the listeners, something interesting to listen to, as well as I just don't like to stay still for very long. And I don't know if without this podcast, I would have ever as successfully transitioned as I have been. And I don't know if I would have the same friends as I would have to this day. And uh, yeah, I love doing it. And the only reason it's stopping is because this is a departure of need, not of want. I just need to move on to just full-time work just to be completely transparent about it. This podcast and the other work I'd done at the Ice Cinema had been part-time, but I just need uh, to make some sort of steady income and have health insurance to continue my transition journey as well as, you know, less fun things like, you know, dental care and just getting, you know, basic checkups as I get a little older. Everyone at the Ice Cinema has been very supportive. And uh, I think in a different world, I would still be sticking around just annoying everybody with this podcast and my dumb bits. But alas, I have to go. Um, So before I go, there's just a lot of people I'd like to thank. I can't thank everyone individually. So 
I will thank every single guest that has ever come on this podcast. I'd like to thank Brittany Friesner and Alicia Cosma for letting me continue this podcast during the transition of directors at the IU Cinema and the reformatting of it and the restructuring of it so that it became a bigger part of the IU Cinema fabric instead of this like thing that just kind of was around. (laughs) And obviously, I would love to thank Matt, our producer from the early days of this podcast. Did a heroic job producing probably close to like 100 episodes in our initial run. Yeah, those were fun days. I would like to thank my editor, Michaela Owens, who let me do the Blu-ray reviews in this podcast for a while before we decided to transition them to the blog. Those were always kind of a fun little proto radio show, not proto, but just kind of my version of like, well, if I had a radio show where I was allowed to talk about Blu-rays, what would it sound like? And so uh, thanks for her for giving me the space to do that for so long. I'd like to thank WFIU for being our new home, WIUX for being our old home. I obviously would love to thank my co-host, Elizabeth Rell. You can find her at all social media at Elizabeth Rail. That's R-O-E-L-L. Um, and I would like to thank, obviously, John Vickers, who let me essentially just say a lot of dumb things on a microphone for a few years. It really, they, I like to think of it as a very low-cost therapy, and I'm forever grateful that he gave me the opportunity to do such a thing. It's weird. I don't know if I'll be doing something else similar in the future after this podcast. I would love to keep talking about movies to as little or as big of an audience as has the tolerance to listen to it. But I'm just happy I got to do it for so long with, if I'm going to be honest, very little oversight. So um, it was nice to have to be able to do this and get paid for it and, you know, after a while and then, you know, not have to answer to advertisers or powers that be. We kind of snuck under the radar as a podcast in our larger network of IU podcasts. And I'm very happy about that because it just kind of allowed me to just play in the space a little bit. So the only reason that this episode isn't more highly produced and more of an audio scape, I had this whole grand finale of callbacks and things like that, but decided I just wanted to say something sincere to the audience that decides to listen to this. So if there's nothing else, if I sadly haven't, I really hope I haven't forgotten anybody. I'm really doing this off the dome in my office right now. I'd like to thank you, the audience, for listening um, all these years. Oh, and I'd like to thank Busman's Holiday for the use of our theme song, Only Ones, off of the album Good Songs, which you can find everywhere. Um, Vinyls are not out yet, but you can get CDs of it. It's anywhere where you can stream music. To borrow a phrase from a favorite podcast of mine, to part the kimono a little bit, I do play with the band Busman's Holiday, but not on any of the music that you've heard on this podcast. I have played with them live. They've been a big part of my life. Well, I've known Lewis since we were in high school, but I have been playing with the band since 2016. They kind of like, whether or not they know it, they kind of like rescued me from uh, a life of not playing music anymore after having a rough time in college. So I'm forever grateful for them for letting uh, us use their music for free on this podcast. Um, I'd like to thank Steve Alfred and the Rational Discourse for our old theme song. Um, served us well for so many years. And once again, credit to Jay Hurst. If this is for some weird reason your first time listening to this podcast, there is a giant back catalog of episodes for you to listen to. My name uh, won't be the same on those episodes, but 
that's still me. I'm just playing a character, and me and the character have a lot in common. And that character served me well for a lot of years and uh, taught me some things about myself that transitioning does, you know, you want to change. Taught me some things about myself that I enjoyed and decided to keep the same. So if that is it for the final time, this has been formerly a place for film. Now, footage not found and who knows what else in the future. I'll see you at the movies. Good night. Back at it again with the white vans.